Joseph Mendoz with another video for virtualsheetmusic.com. Uh, today, I would like to talk about a subject um, that I think, sadly, I think gets ignored quite a bit, not just in cello playing, but in, in string playing in general. Um, and I think it gets ignored because it's not a concept that's very well understood. Uh, so I'm going to try to clarify uh, this concept a little bit today in this video. Um, uh, the concept is, is uh, um, bow changes, how to make them smooth. Uh, well, the first thing is I, I think that we need to understand is why would we want to make them smooth? Um, and I know this may seem obvious, but I think it's, it's important to explore this question just a little bit. Um, it's, uh, I think it's important to have smooth bow changes because it's the easiest way that you can really make sure that you can sustain a melodic line past the length of just one bow. For many of us, our phrase lengths are determined by the length of our, length of our bow. <laughs> you know, our, phrase, our phrases get kind of uh, um, broken up in that way when we're playing a, a particular melody. Um, and so it's important, I think, to learn how to change the bow, you know, from down to up and up to down uh, as smoothly as possible uh, so that it almost seems like that the bow is endless. Now, I know in a previous video I've talked about this, but I'm going to go into a little bit more depth right now. Um, so anyway, um, we can just kind of uh, use an open string like an open D. Actually, it's, it's the hardest, at least in, in my experience, it's the hardest uh, the, the hardest thing to, to do a smooth bow change on is, is an open string. Um, so change the bow. I'm trying to do it as smoothly as I can. Um, but I, ho I hope you'll notice that right during the bow change there's a little bit of a, of a motion in my hand, especially coming from the up to the down bow. And what that does is, is it basically causes the breast of my arm to stop moving and then my fingers finish the bow stroke right at the last minute. Now, why is that important? Uh, well, we, need to, we just need to consider uh, um, uh, really Newtonian physics, actually. We need to consider, uh, um, you know, what it is for an object to be in motion and what that really means. Um, uh, we have an object in motion, you know, the arm. And um, if we need to suddenly change direction, um, then it's much better, it's much easier to suddenly change direction with a smaller amount of mass than with a large amount of mass. So that's why I just finished the bow change with just my fingers, because now I'm, all I have to do is control the bow change just for my fingers. You see, if I kept everything here stiff and I tried to do the bow change from my shoulder, you'll notice it's like, you know, trying to, you know, make an 18-wheeler, you know, stop on a dime and then throw it into reverse all in the, you know, all in a split second. And you notice the big accent that gets placed. There's nothing I can do about that. It's just the sound gets stopped. But if I allow my fingers to operate in this way with this kind of quote-unquote paintbrush motion, this is something that um, uh, I think Leonard Rose taught uh, his, his students uh, and, some, and an idea that I very much I, I think is, is, is a very good one. If you just use the fingers,
getting just this motion down is um, not the most important, well it is a, one of the most important things, but the most important thing is for, for you to be listening. Because you have to coordinate all this and you have to be very sensitive and the thing that coordinates all these things is the ear. So if you just work on this motion in isolation, you can still have a nice big accent on your bow changes and you can see I'm giving it a lot of motion, but I'm not coordinating the motion. So I have to coordinate the motion with my ears to be able to really shape that bow change to make it really smooth. To make the bow change just seem, or sorry, to make the bow just seem like it's just can endlessly change like that and sustain at a pretty even level. Um, there's one more aspect to this, it's something I've talked about in another bow video, is you really have to try to make sure that you're lifting as you approach the tip. You always want a bow in this kind of, uh, like, like the bow is on, on the bottom of an ellipsis. Um, some time working on. Uh, you know, for example, when you practice your scales, don't just focus on intonation. Focus on as many different things as possible, and this is one of those things that you can add to the list, is whenever you change the bow, try to do so as smoothly as you possibly can. And you'll quickly find uh, that um, uh, if, you're able, if you're not able to move your fingers, then probably you need to think about what you're doing with your bow bolt. Uh, you might be gripping too tightly or something like that. Um, and you'll be made immediately aware of, of um, I think, a potential deficiency in, in your technique. Um, so this is something I work on a lot. In fact, when I work on a piece, um, I don't work on expression much. That's something that kind of uh, naturally comes through, um, I find at least, if I'm working on uh, all these kinds of nuts and bolts kinds of things, like making sure that every note is as in tune as I can possibly make it, making every bow change, at least ones that don't have accents or dots on them or something, um, uh, making those as smooth as I possibly can, making sure that I'm able to vibrate um, you know, uh, as many notes as I can, or at least as many notes that I actually intend to or want to. Um, I work on all these things and my musical concept kind of grows naturally um, uh, out of uh, that technical approach. So I hope you found this video helpful today. Um, uh, please uh, do be conscientious about your, your bow changes and uh, you, know, you can spend days and days on, on just perfecting that and, and understanding that concept. Um, if you have any questions um, please leave them in the comment section uh, on the virtualsheetmusic.com website. Uh, just to, to reiterate again, um, uh, if you leave comments on YouTube, um, I will not see them. Well, I might see them. I occasionally look, um, but, but I, I will not be able to reply to them. Um, I can only reply to the comments on virtualsheetmusic.com. So please comment there, and I will be happy to answer whatever questions you have about bow changes or just about anything else cello-related. So uh, thank you for watching this video. Once again, uh, this has been Joseph Mendoz for virtualsheetmusic.com.